Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Were those four playoff games last weekend the best playoff games ever? Unbelievable, huh? Three of them going for the last second field goal for, to win, and the last one was a sudden death touchdown in overtime. Huh? And that kind of got me thinking about a wonderful Christmas gift that I got from a parishioner, a good man, who I call Pat the Ref. Pat the Ref has officiated high school football for many, many years, and he's even done some games when I've been at Sunny Slope as well. And so he gave me a wonderful Christmas present that a ref would love to give to anyone when they ask for a present here. <laughs> Those of you who don't know football, it's a yellow flag, huh? And it's brought a lot of sorrow when I was coaching at Sunny Slope and hope to be going back next season as well. So I'll be seeing a lot of these here. And so Pat the ref then has a, is a good friend of mine. But the thing about being a ref is that we laugh about people making you know, fun of him, but also challenging him and other referees. Always like to tell Pat the ref when he comes to mass, where's your seeing eye dog ref? Huh? Or uh, the eye doctor called, Where, why aren't you there? And, all. and it's a kind of a teasing way to know that it's difficult to be a referee, especially today. He talks about times with teams where some people go a little bit overboard. Could be coaches, it could be players, could be people in the stands as well. And yet, the thing I admire about all officials in any sport is they, even though they have to go through difficult times, and it's not an excuse, but somehow they still feel the calling. In spite of dealing with people's frustration and angers, and some of it's normal and some of it is way overboard. These officials decide to still do a calling. And he's been doing that for many years, and he's planning to go back for another year. In fact, he did a number of Sunny Slope games there, and I told the coaches, behave and use proper language. Huh? And they did. And that was a good, respectful thing as well. But in my relationship, I would be frustrated with some officials. Didn't like their calling. I didn't like the way things would go. And I would be able to call them and say, pat the ref. I didn't, here's my frustration. I thought the officiating really stunk at this game, and here's why. And he's able to get onto our film situation there and go over it with me. And so I could talk and speak to him and complain or express concern or frustration or even ask questions. And sometimes he would respond, you know, Eric, you're right. The refs messed that up. They could have done better. We'll, we'll look at that a little bit, or here's why he most likely did that. But there were other times, he told me, they were right. And here's why. And I had to go from speaking frustration or concerns or making it all about me or getting advantage so we could win. I had to learn to listen. And he would explain to me, here is what the ruling is. Here is why the officials made this call. Look again at the film, and this is why. It was me learning to express my opinions, my thoughts, but also at the same time learning how to listen. All three readings in today's scriptures Talk about people failing to listen. And the division and the separation and it pains 
That's caused when people stop listening and only make it about themselves and their own needs. Jeremiah is a prophet from the ancient times. And in the beginning, when God calls him to be a prophet, he's very young. And he says, I am just too young. No one's going to listen to me. And God speaks with him and says, no, I've called you from the beginning. But just know that what I want you to say, people are not going to like hearing it. But I will be there with you. And he was a prophet of the Lord for 39 years. And he spoke to people about what God wanted. And absolutely, people turned on him. We will not listen to you. You are wrong. We don't like what you're saying. Which is what? God's love is for the entire world, not just for a particular few people. And other things that he talked about that they weren't doing right. Division happened in the community. People didn't want anything to do with this with Jeremiah, but also the relationship with each other and God was damaged because not willing to listen. Here's what happens in today's gospel. You all just heard it proclaimed right now. Jesus goes to his hometown. This is where he grew up for 30 years. They know him. They know him by name, and he knows them. And he lived amongst them for 30 years. That's a long time. And like last week, when he read the scriptures in the synagogue, he tells them now this week, guess what? I am the fulfillment of what I just read. See, they knew that he was doing miracles and other works in the surrounding areas, but never in Nazareth. And so they're thinking, all right, we're going to be the new headquarters. We're out here, and we're nobodies. We're in Hicktown, and no one cares about us, but Jesus is going to make us famous, and we can ride his coattails. And we are going to be the ones that benefit the most, the best, from Jesus' works. And Jesus tells them some news. Nope. I'm here not only for you, but the whole world. Notice how they got furious? Just like yelling at refs. I don't like the way the thing's going. My ways aren't being affected. I don't like what you are deciding and hearing. The same thing happens to Jesus. And they're ready to chase him out of town, which they do, and throw him over a cliff. If you're back there, I understand that that cliff from Nazareth is about two kilometers away. I guess Jesus was chased two kilometers Unbelievable, if that's what happened. They must have been furious. People said to Jesus, we will not listen to you. We have opinions, and this is what we want. And they're ready to even kill him. In today's second reading, for Paul's beautiful letter to the Corinthians, he's dealing with a community that has stopped listening to one another. There is much division and anger amongst the people and vying for a a particular power over other people. And so in that division, they stop listening to one another. And Paul reminds them that everyone in the community matters and that they're all called to give of love to every person. No one's excluded from that call. Everyone is called to have concern for neighbor. Something that even our world has forgotten right now, and even some parishioners forget about that in discipleship. We are to care for everyone. No one's excluded from that. But when we stop to listen, as the Corinthians did, we cause damage. So all three readings have one theme. The need not only to speak our thoughts and minds, but at the same time to listen. Pope Francis 
has begun a new process in the church that maybe you've heard about and maybe you haven't heard about. And it's a process called synod. Synod is from the Greek means the same path, going in the same direction. Synod came probably uh, one of the things from Vatican II in the 1960s when Pope Paul VI called for a synod, which is the gathering of people where they discuss but listen to one another. And then they vote on a document letter that is turned into an apostolic exhortation that is spread to the whole world. And traditionally what should have been done and has been done is that when bishops and other leaders get together every two to three years to talk but to also listen. And so that's been done for a long time. But Pope Francis is calling for a new church now in what the Vatican Second Council has talked about, that people are to be served and loved, and they matter, and the laity have a role even more important than the clergy. That's what it says if you read it. I don't know if everyone does. And the Pope wants to hear you. Everyone. Whether you're active, whether you think you used to be a Catholic, because there's no such thing. You're that forever. may not like it, but that's okay. You're still part of the family. Even children are going to be listened to. And so he is talking about a two-year process where parishes all around the world and every diocese are asked to have listening sessions and to hear one another. You're going to be hearing that over the many weeks because today you're going to hear it in your own mind. Great. I have a lot of complaints. I'm tired of football homilies. We need something else, huh? I don't like the mass times. I don't like serious things where my son or daughter doesn't feel welcome here because who they are, or serious matters at well. And it's just not coming to complain and then good. And then three weeks later, nothing happens, and you go, I knew nothing was going to happen. There's a long process, a process of not only speaking, but also listening to one another. And so here's what I can tell you is that all this information will be gathered and sent to the diocese. And by May, they'll be able to send some kind of report out of all parishes. To be honest with you, whenever you send those things to different places, you don't know because each leader is different. Some leaders have a style that they don't want to listen to laity. They're used to telling people what to do, they feel more comfortable, and they're afraid to know what you think. Other people are good at that and can hardly wait to hear what you have to say. So it just depends. There's no way to know. But here's what I can tell you. Your pastor wants to hear. He wants to listen. To be able to listen to you without interrupting you and going, uh, you're wrong. Oh, you shouldn't think that way. How do you call yourself a Catholic because you said something like that? Oh, that's terrible. You know what? In those listening sessions, we listen. Now, there's a format to follow, so you just don't come in and speak for three hours of all your complaining and then go, huh? There's a process we can learn together. So not only will you be in groups, you could also do this online. And we invite the online community who's not only in Scottsdale or Arizona, but throughout the world who are watching, who can participate. Because Pope Francis wants to listen to you. He wants a church that listens to you. The Second Vatican Council gave great dignity to the laity. Some priests and bishops have forgotten that. They must have fell asleep during class. 
And I'm telling you, it's right there in black and white. And Pope Francis is bringing that up to say, we want to hear and to listen. The church is divided right now for many reasons. Our country is divided. The world is divided. But you know what? The thing we don't understand about Pope Francis, because we only look through the lens of the United States of America, he is a pastor of the entire world. And that means he hears from every nation on the face of the earth. He sees the broader picture. And he must, through the Holy Spirit, have decided we've got to be a better listening church but also model that to other people. And so I enjoy calling Pat the ref after football games and complaining and saying, the ref stunk. They cost us the game. What were they thinking? They made a mistake. I'm upset. Why can't refs be better? Or let me ask you a question why this was called. And Pat the ref will either say, you're right, or he'll say, "Uh uh-uh. Let me tell you why they called that play. See, even as a coach, to be a better coach, not only do I get to talk and share my thoughts and my frustration and my opinions, I also have to listen. And that's twofold. So in the coming weeks, be ready to be invited to hear. And no one's excluded. If you're a Catholic that's here all the time and you lived your faith from beginning to end and you're just really on fire for your faith, we want to hear from you. If you're a Catholic that's struggling and you come and go and you don't think you're worthy and somebody told you that you're really not a good Catholic and you feel distant, we want to hear from you. If someone says, I'm quitting the church and I'm just leaving and I never want to go in there again, the Pope, the church, this parish wants to listen to you. For children... The Pope wants to hear from you because the Holy Spirit works through everyone. And we'll explain this over time. But today I'm just presenting this idea to you. I ask you to think about it, but know all three readings today speak of people stopping from listening to one another and the pain that it causes. And the Pope and the church and your pastor wants to listen. Just be ready. In the coming weeks, we'll have many videos for you to listen, how it'll work. We'll be calling you forth either in person or online. And just remember, you matter. We want to listen. And we want you to listen to others. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 